0: Here's your conservative,
1: but not bitter host, Todd Huff. That is right, my friends. You're listening to Conservative Not Bitter Talk, and I'm your host, Todd Huff. It is a pleasure to be here, and I hope you had a great weekend. A lot I want to get to, but I actually want to start today. I actually want to start today by, well, kind of walking through something I've Found here on Campus Reform's uh, website, they did a man or, excuse me, woman on the street interview with some younger people in Washington, D.C. That is the nation's capital in case you have uh, been taught by some radical out there that is focused on teaching you anything besides facts. Didn't want to offend you by letting you know that the capital of the United States is, in fact, Washington, D.C., and so they're asking folks about the flag and I want to play this for you because I think it's very uh, it's very instructive, it's very it's it's remarkable really. And again, it's nothing it's nothing that you don't suspect already, but to hear it, there's just something different to me when you hear this and when you realize when you realize that you have um some otherwise I guess educated people that have no idea, no idea what is uh, what's going on the uh, in the world today. They can't figure out why people in say Cuba or Venezuela or Hong Kong, when they're protesting, truly oppressive governments. Right? Hong Kong um, is is protesting the the tyrants in the Chinese Communist Party. The Venezuelan people are protesting their socialistic government that at one time was led by Hugo Chavez, who actually went on television. This is a true story. Actually went on television to uh, tell the people how long they could take showers, which I believe was two or three minutes. I'd have to look this up. Maybe it was three minutes. You got three minutes in the shower, and he explained that uh, on television, why that was, you know, the right thing, justifiable. That's how long a shower should take, so says the great dictator, Hugo Chavez. This is the sort of stuff that happens. And, of course, the people of Cuba are protesting um, not a slow vaccine rollout. I mean, they they might be protesting lack of available Necessities in their country, but they're protesting them because that is the root cause. The root cause of those uh, having a lack of anything in communism is the fact that communism cannot keep up with the needs and the demands of the people. It simply cannot. So people are protesting communism and the oppressive type of government that it is, even though the left here doesn't want to recognize or Um, They just want to act like that's that's not a thing. And it's because, again, that is the basis of the radical left's ideology. Communism is good. Again, Black Lives Matter is led by self-proclaimed ideological communists. And that's a fact. That's what they've told us. They want to impact the world, impact this nation, and, well, for Marxism. So, this campus reform reporter is walking around Washington, D.C., the mall area, right in front of the Capitol building. You can see it in the background between the Capitol and uh, the Washington Monument in D.C., big grassy area between a lot of the Smithsonian museums, and was, was asking asking some of the passerbys, some students, some young people, to explain why these protesters in places like Cuba and Venezuela and Hong Kong actually held up the U.S. flag. That's what we get to. She starts by asking them to explain what the U.S. flag means to them. And then, of course, these students are absolutely—there's a couple of exceptions. These students are absolutely perplexed as to why— people in places like Hong Kong or wherever Cuba are waving the American flag because it doesn't represent it can't represent freedom. What do you mean? These people must be uneducated. They must be stupid idiots, I guess, to think that the US flag represents freedom because it supposedly represents oppression. You talk about a true, you know, the, the communists who developed the strategy for combating American freedom and liberty. Uh, the the the, so, the the Soviet communists back in the fifties would be proud, because in some respects, mission accomplished on college campuses today. Otherwise, smart young people, educated people, who truly believe the antithesis about what their nation really, in fact, is. So here we are again: a, uh, the campus campus reform out here in Washington D.C. And I want, to listen, I want you to listen to this. We're going to go through this a little bit today. And I want you to listen first what these young people think that the American flag symbolizes today.
2: I'm Ophelia Jacobson with campus reform recently protests have broken out in Cuba and videos and pictures of the protests show Cubans waving the American flag in support of freedom and as a beacon of hope we're here talking with college students in front of the Capitol today to see what the American flag means to them does it also symbolize freedom and democracy let's find out what is the first thing that comes to mind when you think of the American flag
0: I would say it represents like the union of all people but, like, there's clearly not a union amongst all of us. There's clearly, like, so many structural inequities. Honestly, kind of
2: like
3: what's been going on with, like, the country with all the riots and stuff. I think, like, the, riots? the flag is a symbol of America. And obviously, like, America has done some horrible things. And, obviously. like, that's part of our very complex history. Shame, honestly. I felt like Shame. if I had the American flag and was associated with the American identity, I was associated with, like, a lot of bigotry and, like, oh, a lot give of racism. me a break. And, Sexism and not stuff that I like really would like to think about the American flag symbolizing. So. Well, it's out. a
4: symbol of, of hurt. Um, I'm African American. Um, my family, uh, you know, really built this country up. It's it's controversial.
1: I think it symbolizes peace, prosperity and uh, freedom.
4: Do you
3: think it represents There's
0: freedom?
3: No, I don't. Um, I don't think it's as free as people think it is. And I just think it's a piece of cloth at the end of the day.
4: For me, no. I don't see myself represented in it. So I would not say it represents freedom to me.
3: I think it once did. But honestly, like recently, I'm not too sure anymore. Because with like everything going on, I don't know. Just, Mm -hmm. I think like we once were free. But with now, like there's like just new laws and like new things coming about that. I
2: don't know if that's Mm -hmm. true anymore. What type of laws? I don't know. Just... I no like, feel like everything's mm-hmm. like kind of blocked off. Do you think the American flag symbolizes freedom? Yeah, oh.
3: I think I think it would be really privileged to think it doesn't. So Perfect. I want to show
1: you a few. So it's privileged. It's privileged. <laughs> oh I can't, they can't the, 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 the thinking on these campuses today, I don't know if you've ever listened to younger and I look, if, if you're a younger college student listening to this to, uh, today, welcome. Um, We operate here in reality, and I hope, I hope that this is a refreshing conversation than what you are getting in the college classroom today. Because I got to tell you, it it is impossible to keep up with um, some of these phrases and terms and the way that we talk about well any issue today. Um. And and it is virtually impossible to keep keep these terms straight. It's privilege, it's privilege. She says so she's actually using some of these radically just insane terms to to almost stumble onto something that these woke professors don't want you to stumble upon. So she's saying this last individual here, who by the way earlier in this, you can't see the video, but she's one that had some very bad things to say about America. She thinks the flag does stand for freedom and she thinks it's privileged if you think it doesn't. <laughs> in other words, you are so privileged to be an Ameri- to live under American freedom if you think that freedom isn't represented by the American by the American flag. I mean, these terms and the way that things are talked about by professors and college students today, I mean, you almost need a graph to figure out what these terms mean and you probably just draw it in a circle because it's circular logic and it leads you absolutely nowhere. But this is what, again, the average college student thinks today. You heard one or two bits of truth there. One student actually even said the flag does stand for things like freedom, probably needs to be, if his university finds out, if he's a college student, he probably will be kicked out of the university for saying such atrocious things and engaging in hate speech in the nation's capital of all places. Unbelievable. This guy needs to be stopped from talking about the, the American flag in such a positive light. So she sets the stage by asking them, "What is it what do you think the flag means?" Then at this particular point, she changes the question and says, "Effectively, what is what does it mean? What does it mean or why do you think that these folks who are protesting truly oppressive governments, by the way. These folks probably have no idea what that means if they think the American system is oppressive. Now, don't get me wrong. We have lovers of big government. We have lovers of socialism. We have, heck, lovers of communism in this nation today, some of them holding office, holding political power, moving us toward these things. But in comparison, folks, it is not even – if someone thinks that communist China has more freedom or the, the communist island of Cuba offers more freedom and opportunity than the United States of America. They have officially been what is called, I guess you could say, woke, which is truly what woke means, is being completely, well, I guess either hypnotized or walking through life as a sleepwalker, because this, my friends, is completely antithetical to truth but now listen to the responses these students are perplexed as to why these protesters seeking freedom would wave such a an atrocious symbol the united states flag listen to this
2: photos of some protests that have been happening around the world most recently in cuba uh, they're protesting their communist regime and you can see american flags being flown at the protest back in 2019 in hong kong protesters were also waving american flags and in venezuela as well why do you think they're flying the american flag in these different
0: nations Hmm. hmm. i mean we don't represent a socialist government so I don't know why they would, they would wave a flag. I'm not really sure. No idea.
2: Sure. Do you think they're waving it because it's a symbol of freedom and democracy?
0: That could, yeah. Possible. Potentially.
2: Maybe. I why do know. you think these people are waving the American flags overseas? Mm-hmm. Um, that's a good question. A
4: lot of um, immigrants and, and people mm-hmm. from overseas here um, around uh, the mall and whatnot. And it's interesting for, to me it's to see them all decked out in, in American flags and everything.
3: Uh, well, I don't know. It's not this perfect image of equality and opportunity. I mean, I'm from Ukraine. And so, you know, we obviously love America over there, too. The stigma is, like, you come to America, you get everything you want. And so, like, coming here, like, it's obviously a lot different. Like, you actually have to, like, you know, work for your stuff. And, like, so I think, like, maybe in countries over there, they're just...
1: You have to work for your stuff, folks. These people, again, I don't know their individual voting status based upon the Arizona audit and the findings there. I don't think it matters if they can or can't vote or not. They, they can, seems like to me, at least you can make that case. With some of the numbers that we've been told by the, by the auditor there, I'm kidding, not kidding. But these folks are old enough to cast ballots. No idea. Why do you think? Why do you think people in Cuba, people in Hong Kong who are truly living under oppressive governments around the world, truly oppressive, it's not symbolically oppressive, it's not um, you know a form of cultural appropriation, it's not any of these things that they're being taught today, it is real, it is what's happening in their lives, they are oppressed. They are not allowed to be free. They are not allowed to live as God created them to live because of these brutal, out-of-control governments. They're waving the American flag in these protests to protest against true tyranny. This is, by the way, the protesters in Cuba, the protesters in Hong Kong. I've seen videos of the folks in Hong Kong thrown onto buses, and taken to Chinese re-education camps. These folks are actually protesting something that is beyond important. It is life and death. It is freedom or tyranny for these folks. And going out on the streets to protest these governments puts everything that you have, puts your very life at risk. The Venezuelan government has sent troops to help the Cuban government, fight back against people who dare protest the brutal regime of Cuba. And these students are confused. Man, I don't know why. No idea why they would have the American flag out there. That is so interesting. Such an <laughs> such an interesting thing. This girl here, who's from the Ukraine, she says. I don't say that to mean that I just don't believe her. I'm just saying she says she's from Ukraine. I'm going to start with that assumption. She says, you know, people over there think that you come to America and just get whatever you want. And then you come here and you realize you got to work for it. You got to work for it. The one guy says, I don't know why they'd be waving the American flag. The American flag is in the socialist government. Like I can't figure this out. Socialism is freedom. I don't understand. And he doesn't understand. And this is downright terrifying. It's mildly comical to me as well. To be an otherwise smart person and have literally no idea what's going on on planet Earth, no idea what freedom is, no idea where the real risk of oppression and tyranny comes from, thinking that America is worse than the people who preached and taught socialism and equality, meaning the government can create equality and give us all what we need. Let's compare those statistics, folks. It's not even close. It's not even close. Timeout is in order. Might play a little bit more of this when we get back. But this is what, again, if you've got a young student, if you're a student, I, my heart goes out to you. I had to fight with professors back. I'm looking at it right now. Miami on Sunday. American flags. How dare these folks. I actually think that represents freedom at a Cuban a rally to support the cuban people anyway anyway it i had to fight some professors but that was 20 some years ago it is much worse today so if you're in college if you have a student if you have a student make sure that they have resources to help them navigate the the pressures of college today because this is the kind of junk they're taught So timeout is in order. Sit tight. You're listening here to the Home of Conservative. Not bitter talk. In fact, this is the home of America's realities are, which I'm happy to fulfill that role for Biden and his administration. Sit tight back here in just a minute. Friends, by the way, this program is brought to you in part by R&R Products. Locally owned, locally operated in Danville, just a little bit west of Indianapolis. They have a full showroom located at their facilities in Danville. They carry hardwood, laminate, vinyl, carpet, tile floor products much more ready to help you find the flooring you need in fact they encourage you to shop shop around and see if you can find a better deal on products anywhere i think you'll be very pleased with their products and the quality of their products r and that is the website r and r or you can call them 317 317- rnrproducts.com. Be sure to tell them that Todd sent you. So let's go back to this a little bit here, a little bit back to this um, discussion of the, the flag and what it means to college students and then their Inabilities to explain why people in truly oppressive nations would be waving the American flag. It seems so foreign. It seems so ridiculous. It seems so perplexing to them. But listen to some of these answers. This is picking up where, of course, this girl from Ukraine – said, you know, in Ukraine, like, we thought, like, everything was free here. We could just get stuff, but we got here, and we realized that, oh, my goodness, we had to actually work for it. How oppressive is that? So that's where we left off, but I want you to listen again to this, a little bit more of this discussion, the confusion here about what the flag stands for, where true oppression actually exists in the world today, and we'll just listen to their thoughts.
3: Like maybe they're just not keeping up with like the news around here, or something, or like they're
2: maybe like thinking that like everything's fine over here and stuff. Think they're kind of being naive by flying the American flag. Yes. Do you think maybe they're being naive?
0: Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say they don't really know like what's going on. I'd say I'm I'm just I was just saying that those like they're like our our demographic, they are like the only ones for the most part who truly understand. College age students have like like a pretty firm understanding of like what for the most part of, like, what's going on and, like, it I guess all the inequity cer- in America. When Looking at all not. these
2: protests, seeing all these American flags, do you think there's another flag that they should be flying no. instead, maybe to represent more freedom or more democracy? What other country do you think they should be looking towards? Mm-hmm. Maybe, like, Sweden? Mm. <laughs> I don't know.
3: Some kind of the, funny. Uh, some European countries, I think, are definitely doing equality European on a... European
0: countries, a come better,
3: on. ...are doing better at equality.
0: I'd say if, like, they're trying to symbolize equity, then, like, I'd say either France or Switzerland. Mm -hmm.
4: Why does it have to be a a national flag? We could be flying the, you know, equality flag. (laughs) Like, Mm. I don't believe it has to be nationalistic. Mm. I I don't think we should put any country on a pedestal. Yeah, is,
3: what? what's the country where, like, there's not even really a prison system, they have, like, really low crime rate, like, what is that country? Mm. You know what I'm talking about? I've seen, like, maybe on, like, social media and stuff where, like, Mm -hmm. they've talked about, like, I don't know, like uh, some place that like some place. It's, it's yeah, like the crime lights row, and like everything's like fine, and it's not everything's like everything's fine. But it seems. What like- about that
1: country where people all just get along, and there's no police, and they defunded the police, and everything's free, and you don't have to work for anything, like and what? What's that place called? <laughs> this, this is a real conversation. This is a real conversation in our nation's capital by people who one of these folks told me or told us, that college students, they know what's going on. Now, folks, if you're a college student, you may know what's going on, but I'm telling you, you don't say stuff like this. You don't say stuff like this if you know what's going on. What, what is that place? What's that country where everything, there's no prisons, and nobody breaks the law, and everybody has exactly what they need, and everybody's happy? What is that place called? <laughs> That's a real conversation that I just played for you here on this uh, Campus Reform (laughs) video. Oh, my goodness. What in the world? They're taught, again, it is... For those of us that live in reality, for those of us who understand history, for those of us who understand that throughout the history of the world, that it is unfortunately true that people have lived in Much different, much worse circumstances than any of us, any of us in this country today. And I know that that upsets somebody. Somebody's got their panties in a bunch over that this morning. But throughout the history of the world, the truth is because human nature is what it is, tyranny and oppression and poverty and all sorts of bad things have been part of the landscape. The United States of America, when it burst onto the scene, when it fought for its independence, when it wrote down, when it documented the founding ideas of this nation, which are truly admirable and noble ideas, and no, again, I'm not including what happened, what the, the what they did with, with slavery. That is the the one part of our system that was that they did not handle correctly we've, we've said this we've gone through this and I, I mention this every time but if you look at the ideas that they that they wrote down as the foundation for our system of government those ideas are antithetical to slavery the founders just didn't they didn't follow through on their own words and and promises they just simply didn't and we I mean it's Bad things happened as a result of that. I'm not trying to sugarcoat that at all. That was bad and reprehensible, and it's been fixed. It was evil. I don't know what else to say about that um, because you can't uh, we we can't change it. We we can change obviously what happens today, and we have. But you look at what's happened. Look at what happened in Soviet Russia the soviet union people were imprisoned and put into gulags for all sorts of reasons they were killed they were tortured they were abused this is unfortunately no no system of government no people that have any history have anything uh, or have have a history that's without these terrible atrocities because these terrible atrocities have been part of the history of the world, but the United States burst onto the scene, became a beacon of light and hope an opportunity for all people. We no longer were simply subjects to some government, pawns to be played with by some king or some such thing. We were our own individuals created by Almighty God, given liberty. Government was not allowed to wasn't supposed to take those freedoms. That, my friend, is a fundamental truth of of life. That is how we were created to live by our Creator. And those things have been infringed upon throughout history, throughout all forms of government, throughout all different types of countries. It's just all over the place. It's dotted all, all over the landscape of history. And these jokers, these college students, what's the name of the country where... There's no racism and there's no bigotry and there's – I can't remember. There's no prisons either and like everything's free and you can just like walk around and go get stuff and just be happy all the time. What is that place called? This is a real conversation, a real conversation. They can't figure out why people protesting oppressive governments would be waving the American flag. I don't know why. One guy says because – America's not socialist. That should be the flag you're waving. That's what freedom is. So convoluted. So messed up. So backwards thinking. And we have, we have these professors and these universities all around the fruit of plain to thank for this nonsensical drivel that we've just subjected ourselves to for the first half of the program. I've got to take a break. You're listening here to the home of conservative Not Better Talk. By the way, in case it matters— The truth is the flag of the United States of America represents liberty. It represents opportunity. It represents a lot of things that are good. It represents how the heart of humanity, people, was created by God to live. And the reason that they fly the flag, they wave the flag proudly at these protests, at these protests in Cuba and wherever else, Venezuela, Hong Kong, wherever the next one erupts the reason they wave that flag there is because they identify with the system and the way that the american uh, th- th- this experiment was created for individuals to live that's what they want they they want their system they want their country to adopt those ideas they long they long for an existence in this country it is not confusing in fact it is right there for anyone Anyone who lives in reality, who wants to accept truth and understand what is going on, it is right there for the taking, my friends. Some of these jokers think past this stuff because it can't mean what it obviously means because that, of course, is not being culturally sensitive or whatever we're supposed to believe next. But that is why they wave the flag. It stands for freedom. And I've got to take a break. Back here in just a minute. (laughs) I want to get a little bit into DACA, DACA decision by by the courts. That's the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals. That was something that was implemented by President Obama back in 2012. He did so without getting congressional approval. You can go back to the videos. Well, as long as Google hasn't erased them from existence, but you can – find videos of, of Obama saying that this was a temporary program and that Congress would have to revisit this. This was what, nine years ago now? 2012. Now it's supposed to be the left is upset now, but that the courts have stopped this. I want to talk about it after the break. I've just gotten us off off the uh the time clock here today because I was really long that second segment playing some of those sound bites from students in Washington, D.C. So timeouts in order here. Talk about DACA when we get back from the break. Sit tight. Back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. By the way program brought to you in part by whites innovative glass whites innovative uh, innovative glass.com family-owned operated company offer commercial glass services throughout the state of indiana specializing in commercial glass installation repair and replacement services for a variety of custom glass features in fact they can even help with windows windows uh, residential windows as well uh, Caleb, who owns White Innovative Glass, has fixed the, uh, just one of the windows a couple doors down from our offices in Mooresville. I introduced him to the landlord, and he fixed some windows there, and he can help you as well. WhitesInnovativeGlass.com, 812-221-2215. They're located in Columbus, but they service the state of Indiana. So WhitesInnovativeGlass.com. So I before the break, I told you... But I wanted to talk a little bit about DACA. DACA is, again, this program that is um, that was started by Obama, that deliberately bypassed Congress. Congress never voted to approve DACA. This didn't This was just something that the President of the United States back in 2012, illegally, unconstitutionally put into place and is still in place, a court has finally, in a split decision here, ruled that that can't be, uh, that that's a violation of the law. And this, in fact, is what this judge, last named Hanen, H-A-N-E-N, um, this is what he said, DACA would grant lawful presence and work authorization to over a million people for whom Congress has, or excuse me, had made no provision and has consistently refused to make such a provision. In other words, this judge has it right. This is obvious. No matter what your opinion on DACA, let's say you're in favor of DACA being the law of the land. Fine. It's not the law of the land, though. It has to go through the process of... Passing Congress, this unfortunately to the leftist and the statist among us. This unfortunately is the way something becomes law in the United States. Is not through the pen and the cell phone, as Obama said. I've got a, a pen and a phone. I'm going to be able to make things happen because I'm just going to start signing executive orders left and right. Again, the context of an executive order matters. An executive order should be an order that is given to uh, to help implement a law that Congress passed. It should not be used as a tool to create law out of whole cloth, and that unfortunately is what it is often used for, especially by the radical left and the lovers of big government. And so Obama did this. Now the Biden administration, not to be confused with the old Biden-Bama administration, is upset by this ruling, acting like this is some terrible tragedy, um, which again, I'm, look, it just needs to go through the system. If Congress has not passed the law, then Congress has decided it should not be the law. They've had ample opportunity to do this. In fact, they've deliberately not addressed this and... In, well, in fact, they've they've not even indicated at all. They've indicated the opposite that they don't have any. Uh, it's not their intention for this for DACA to be the law of the land. Now, if Democrats, um, you know, get more control of a, a bigger majority of Congress, and that of course can change, but it's not the law of the land. It's actually this is actually very very simple. This isn't. This just isn't the way that this works. Secretary of DHS, Alejandro Mayorkas, says, I'm disappointed by yesterday's ruling and its impact on families across the country, but it will not derail our efforts to protect DREAMers. DREAMers are the folks who have uh, benefited from the DACA program. So he says, I don't really care what the courts say. We basically made this up out of whole cloth anyway. This did not go through Congress originally. Um, since when does it matter, I guess, if a court rules against what we want to do, we'll just continue doing it. What are they going to do about it? And that that's what I read into this anyway. So, that's important for several... Well, the biggest reason... Well, there's lots of reasons. You know, Whether or not it's a good policy or not is one discussion. But to me, the more... At this point in time, the more concerning part of this is how this became a thing to begin with, which was simply the whim and wishes of a sitting president of the United States, Barack Obama, and now, now if you say, we don't want to continue Doc, you're considered whatever, a racist, there's there's reasons, I mean, there's this is a country of laws, Um and there are reasons people can give as to why they are not in favor of this, of this program. And it never was a law. It was simply a, an edict, a decree given by President Obama. Out of time here in this segment. Sit tight. Back here in just a minute. back. Got to wrap up here quickly, but I, have you seen Wisconsin, maybe the next state to do a full forensic audit on the 2020 election? I, again, I I said this, I don't know, several times. I don't understand why this just isn't part of our election process. It, It doesn't matter to me who is declared the winner of an election. It just seems like a logical next step after an election is to, to audit, just to make sure. Just to make sure things are being run properly. See if there's any problems, any weaknesses, any deficiencies. So got to go. Thanks for listening. SDG. See you tomorrow. Take care.